Welcome to Life Science Today, your source for stories, insights, and trends across the life science industry. I'm your host, Dr. Noah Goodson. This week, ophthalmology acquisitions, following the pharma trends, and a move in healthcare that's not technology related. The views expressed on Life Science Today are those of the host and guests. They do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any organizations with which they are affiliated. The ophthalmology organization, Alcon, announced the $770 million acquisition of Ari Pharmaceuticals. Ari's pipeline is strictly focused on ophthalmology products, including two approved glaucoma eyedrop products, Roclatin and Ropressa, In addition, their pipeline includes a number of sustained-release transplants and eye drops for conditions ranging from dry eye to serious retinal failure. From approved products, Ari sold just over $63 million in the front half of the year, but maintained a net $55 million loss during the same period. For Alcon, the acquisition appears to be a sensible one. Ari has sustained products that Alcon can likely streamline sales for into their larger pipeline cutting the sales costs, and increasing exposure and profits. Additionally, Alcon's experience in devices and products in the space means they'll have a strong capabilities to roll out Ari's slow-release implants if they achieve regulatory success. However, where this deal marks a unique move is that Ari is far more of a pharmaceutical company and Alcon a consumer health company. This is not a hard and fast rule for products, but I do think it represents Alcon signaling an attempt to move out of medical devices and contact lenses into pharmaceuticals and particularly drug device combinations. Slow release implants are a viable solution within many ophthalmic conditions, so it could be in line with targeted strategies in this direction. This move to combine consumer health lines like over-the-counter medications with pharmaceutical research is almost precisely the opposite of the strategic direction of most large pharmaceutical companies in the current climate. In a move that is a picturesque contrast to the decision of Alcon to acquire Ari, Novartis has announced plans to spin off their biosimilars and generics division, Sandoz, into an independent organization. This choice is so on trend with the choices of every major pharmaceutical company in the last two years that it's completely unsurprising. Remember, Merck, J&J, GSK, Pfizer, and Abbott have all moved away from over-the-counters and generics. These moves have many drivers. There are questions of focus and investment, as well as corporate structuring and finance. Basically, a biosimilars or generics business runs on totally different operational margins, risk, and expectations than a company attempting to bring new billion-dollar pharmaceuticals to market. Within the deal itself, Sandoz is a recognized provider of biosimilars and generics with a rich pipeline of over 15 molecules. The clinical and commercial processes for generics and biosimilars is decidedly distinct from those of a traditional pharmaceutical company, as are the signals of economic success, making this a sensible decision. Sandoz itself generated $9.6 billion in sales in 2021 and was the leading generics provider in the EU, making it no fledgling startup, but a massive and successful organization. The separation from Novartis will free them to pursue more appropriate investment strategies, including, I suspect, acquisitions to expand revenue. 
In the same week, we have a smaller company bucking a trend while Big Pharma stays absolutely on brand. Moving slightly outside of our normal range of topics, but with a familiar organization. LabCorp has made what I consider a noteworthy move related to larger healthcare systems. They've made the choice to acquire the laboratory assets from New Jersey's largest academic health system, RWJ Barnabas. What this means practically is not that LabCorp is getting into hospital systems, but instead they're acquiring the access to an integrated healthcare system. Basically, as I understand it, LabCorp will own and run all the laboratory services related to the healthcare system in integrated collaboration with RWJBH. For patients, this theoretically means access to expanded testing through LabCorp's capabilities, as well as more sites of access because they can use any LabCorp collection point, including those in some Walgreens. But it's also a heavily integrated business model with the functioning of RWJBH now becoming dependent on successful operational integration with LabCorp. With all the movement across consumer health, from Amazon acquiring one medical startup while shutting down another, these kinds of integrations between large care providers and massive service corporations highlight the ongoing analog business partnerships that are also shaping the way healthcare is received. Not every move in healthcare is about technology. Thanks for joining me for Life Science Today, your source for stories, insights, and trends across the life science industry. Learn more on lifesciencetodaypodcast.com. And if you like what you hear, please tell a friend. Once again, I'm Dr. Noah Goodson. I'll see you next week.